Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna Podcast. So listen, this uh, is a crazy story that happened in Wisconsin over the weekend. It was a roller coaster. It was, I think it was a fair that this happened at yeah. where um, the coaster that goes in the loop, it got stuck. And people were upside down in this loop of a roller coaster, some of them for almost four hours. Oh my gosh, I cannot. That is like one of my biggest fears. And I have this weird goal in life. I would like to be rescued from a roller coaster. I've said this for many, many years. I think it would be... First, let me just say, I don't want to be upside down. That is one of the rules that I would not... I don't want blood rushing to my head. I don't oh, want any of that. Okay. But I wouldn't mind if I was on a roller coaster and it got... You know, we're up on like a hill and all of a sudden it, and it just starts slowing down. Then the fire truck has to show up. They get the big old ladder out. I get to go down the ladder. Because guess what? It's going to be an adventure. Who, who else gets to do that? Second of all, I'll be telling that story for the rest of my life. I'm like, that's a good story. That time I got rescued from a roller coaster. No, it's not. But I don't want that circular loop thingy. I don't so want to be upside down. So you want to, okay, let me just make sure that we're on the same page. Mm. You don't want to be upside down, nope. but let's say you're, I don't know, maybe slightly up the hill. Yes. The hot sun is beating down on you for hours. Okay. You're stuck in a confined seat with a bunch of other sweaty, panicked, yelling people. Mm-hmm. And you want all of that to happen so that a firefighter can rescue you and you can say, I was stuck on a roller coaster panicking for hours until a firefighter saved me. That's the story. That's the great story for years to come. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's story's yeah, horrible. I, I, that's not I, a good I story. Mean, I, if, if I can choose a perfect location where this were to, you know, if I was in a tunnel on a roller coaster with a little shade, that'd be nice. I don't want to be upside down. I'd prefer not to be stuck in the sun, but I'd like to think I had sunscreen on at that point. And, you, you know, they show up pretty quick. They'd bring us water. Listen, show I'd be quick. talking about these, this. These the, if this happened three to me, hours. Well, they were also upside down. That was not a good situation. Yeah, they didn't. I, I'm not a big fan of what happened over there in Wisconsin. Okay, it just reminded you of your goal. I can't believe you're calling it a goal. You know what? Everybody's got a dream. That's not a dream or a goal. I don't even want to ride a ride Listen, with you anymore. Do, do you even have you. good stories to tell? Like, I, I've got a handful on, like, <laughs> one hand, like, really good stories that come up like, oh, buckle in. I Let me tell you about the time I thought my brother got kidnapped in London. Okay. That's one of my great stories. <laughs> But I, you know, this would be, I'd be the years. I've got lots of great stories. The yeah. way I live my life, I just can't share a lot of them on the air. Think about it right now. If if you didn't know me and we saw this story and then I said to you, I got rescued from a roller coaster one point. What would you say? You'd be like, really? Like, yeah, I'd yes. say, wow. Absolutely. I want the wow story. So t- you know what? I feel like you're judging. There are so because there are so many other ways to get wow stories in your. Why don't you go out every once in a while? You'll get wow stories that way. Oh, attack you me! You want to get stuck? <laughs> this is wild. I'm just saying. You know, I've had a long time to think about this. Not you decided are wishing. I like this. You're wishing something bad upon. I don't want anybody to get hurt. 
I would like it. To, I'd prefer us not to be hundreds of feet off you the don't ground. Get I, to pick. Well, I'm just saying. I didn't get to choose the I dream. It just could, happened to me. Yeah. Well, I wish we could talk to one of these eight people in Wisconsin who got stuck upside down on a roller coaster for three hours and see if they think that it's. They're so glad they have a story to tell. I could be talked out of it. If somebody's been on a coaster and they got stuck, and you think that I'm absolutely crazy, I would. I would be happy to talk to you. But for now. Living my dream. Hoping. Anyway. Well, you're hoping no, for hoping. your dream. 503-749-B105. Okay. <laughs> I knew you'd find this weird. Yeah. I'm not. I'm never riding a ride with you. You are wishing bad <laughs> juju upon yourself. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. Uh, hello, what's up? Um, aren't you the same person that has to have a snack or something every couple hours? Oh, <laughs> my God. Thank you. He's yeah. going to be freaking out about his That's cheese true. sticks. That's true. If I yeah. go to, if I'm up there for more than like uh, two hours, I'm going to start getting hangry. Yeah. Yeah, and those people aren't going to like you very much. That's a good point. But I'd have to think about like the power of that story I would have. Like, guys, we sat there in the bright sun. I was dying of hunger. and uh, <laughs> But the fire trucks showed up. They gave us a little bit of water. I, we all walked down the big ladder. Why don't you, like, uh, you'd be better off just making that story up. <laughs> like, look, you already Some have it. You already have it. Just take you make it, Jesse. Just take it till you make it. Uh, no, it's still, I'd still like that to happen, actually. I'm not That's wishing fun. it. I don't want it. If anybody's wearing a coaster are, with it. By saying that out loud, I have this dream and a goal. I'll get stuck on a roller coaster. You're wishing it. You know what? That's bad. Maybe it'll happen when no one else is on the coaster with me and it's just me. Yeah, because that's going to be happening. We're still looking for a person that has actually been stuck on a coaster to yes. maybe talk me out of this. I, I can't. I'm not saying it can't be happen. It can't happen. I can be talked out of it. But so far, it hasn't happened. We're trying to find someone who's been stuck on a roller coaster to talk you out of it. I've been stuck on that coaster. Oh, boy. <gasps> oh, my Which, gosh. Uh, how long were you stuck on a coaster for? Uh, it was just under an hour, probably about 50 minutes. Oh All right. Gosh. Were you uh, at the top of a hill? Were you upside down? Yes, like we, we were at the top of the hill, but we were getting ready to drop into a loop. <gasps> oh, I, um, that sounds like a dream. N- uh, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Tell me the hangry wouldn't work either. You got a small bottle of water and a bag of chips and one pass to the front of the line for the next ride is that's what, what we got. If you a pass to the front of the line for another ride? Yeah. What? I wouldn't want Worth to ride it. anything. Worth it. No. I mean, so hold no. on. So so the, the coaster was getting ready to go over. It got stuck. And then they had to bring like a big ladder truck up. Or did you guys like walk down the coaster? No, they have some hand crank thing that they set up. So they hand cranked the car back down to the beginning. The whole, yes. Okay, so there might not be a fire truck, Jesse. Are you well, talked out of this? Uh, no, there wasn't a fire truck. I mean, I would take a hand cranking. Okay. But, um, I would prefer, I'd prefer I'm, a ladder truck. Sure. There might have been a fire truck, but we didn't come down the fire ladder. Let's put it that way. They had all kinds of maintenance trucks and things there. I mean. One daughter and I were on one side kind of hanging forward, ready mm. to drop forward. And then the yeah. other daughter and her boyfriend were they they got to lay back, so it was a little better for them. But that yeah, would be the seat I'd want to be in. I'd like well, to be in the sure, layback seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, we didn't get the choice. No, you don't get the choice. That's the date. It's kind of a risky dream of mine. Hmm. But, yeah, um, don't, all right. Don't do it. Hey, thank you for sharing. Don't do it. No problem. All Thanks. Right. Take care. Bye. I apologize. We've not made any progress in this because it's still your dream. Yeah, I, I wasn't talked out of it. I don't want right. to be upside down. I stick with that. You don't get to pick how it happens. I'm just going to tell you. I need to know if it is rude for me to ask my brother 
if I can bring a plus one to his wedding when he has already told me that that I can't bring one. So wait, so when he gave, did he send you an invitation? Okay, actually, that's a whole nother story. Right. Um, okay, my one of my younger brothers is getting married in this fall, and when he first started planning the wedding, he reached out to me and said, "Hey, Anna, do you care if you're not allowed to bring a plus one to my wedding?" You know, you're not dating anybody and in order to save on plates and things like that, will that hurt your feelings? Sure. I said, no, that's fine. I don't, I'm not in a relationship. I don't need a plus one. Okay. Well, now things in the wedding have changed and I know that they have a little bit more wiggle room, we will say. And I'm starting to feel a little bit uh, bummed out that I don't have a plus one. So I was thinking that maybe I could text him and say, hey, you know, maybe if there's someone on your list that can't make it, I, I could take that invitation and use it as a plus one since since I don't have one. Yeah. And my mom, I kind of was talking to my mom and sisters, and they're like, oh, you can't do that. That's kind of rude. I'm like, is it, though? He's my brother. It's <laughs> it's not rude in the, if you handle it the right way. If you text him and acknowledge that you already had this conversation, and that he asked, and you already said, that's fine, acknowledge that first, and then say, you know, Point out that there, whatever the difference is, right? Like maybe some people aren't coming that were coming and maybe there's some extra seats. And now you have been uh, seeing a person for a little bit and you thought maybe it could possibly work out that that person could be invited. See what he says. He might say no and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But no, yeah, I don't I think there's anything. No. I don't think there's anything wrong with asking. Just, but acknowledge the fact that you had already had the discussion. So, hey, I know that I told you it was fine, and it is, but yeah, and, I think. and by the way, if, if the answer is no, totally understand. But I, I just thought I'd throw it out there because things have kind of changed, and I know that there might be some extra chairs available. Yeah, and I don't know if you've accounted for all those and invited more people. So I'm just throwing it out there. It, you're not gonna. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That makes me feel better because do you know what's kind of funny? You asked me, did I get an invitation to the wedding? The answer is no. He included me on my parents' invite. To the oh, really? Wedding. So it's like uh, it's Ron, kind of like Ron, yeah, Becky, Anna, and your and your kid. <laughs> wow. So it does feel. I do feel a little weird about the whole thing. Like I don't even have the details of the wedding. My parents. I think you're fine. Ask him. Yeah, so, I don't it's know. Like, oh, gosh. Do you know that I... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I have never... Where's the sad music? <laughs> Turn this on. Oh hold gosh. on, hold on. Where is this going, Jesse? I, I, I've got all kinds of music on here, but... uh, What? Always the groomsman, never the groom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that's, a, that's a rush to judgment, but you're not well, wrong. Okay. Do you know that uh, 
Here we go. I've never had a plus one at a wedding. You've never been allowed one? I've never been the plus one, and I've never had a plus one. Yeah. I, I'm just going to point out, I know you're going to roll your eyes. I was your plus one. Okay. Um, All right. Listen. <laughs> you've never had a romantic plus That is one. correct. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the guy you, who just brings their friends and coworkers No, along. I don't bring anybody. It's just me. They always get the invitations. It's just like a uh, number of guests, and they go ahead and just write the number one in there. <laughs> <laughs> They don't even let me fill it in. <laughs> They're like, he's wait, got nobody to bring. Wait, so do so that's what I'm getting at. Do they assume that you don't have a plus one mm-hmm. so they don't even offer it to you? That is correct. Because oh every God. time it shows up, it's like, oh, they know. <laughs> this they guy. know I have. They know it's not an option. Let I me get guess, Jesse. <laughs> let's just go ahead and fill this out for Jess. He won't need to worry about Sorry, this Sorry, no section. dogs allowed. <laughs> no, nope. well, it's only one plate we have to provide. For me. Wow. Yeah. Ouch, that kind of hurts. Um, yeah. I'm usually allowed a plus one, and I, I've brought different dates over the years. No, usually nothing no. serious, but no. um, if you were to be invited to a wedding, let's say in the coming months, mm-hmm. and they did not allow you a plus one, I know you've been dating a girl for a while. Yeah. Would you reach out to them and say something? I would. Like, hey, I, would I know be, you're assuming. I would. It would be strictly from that perspective. I'm like, hey, I know you've, Noted, known me to be lone, all alone all of these years. <laughs> However, you may not be aware that I actually am dating somebody for a while. Would it be, is it okay if I bring that person? And if they said no, then they say no, and I would not yeah. be upset. But it's, uh, it's complicated. Sure it would be nice. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry to take this over, but uh, I thought well, it would be a good opportunity I mean, it to. It is. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so ask your brother. See it's what he kind of crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> This is awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes truth is awkward. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be all right. Somebody called, though. They had a weird situation when it came to a wedding invite. We received, my husband and I received an invitation to his niece's wedding. And then two weeks later, we were asked to stay home in general. What? Yes. (laughs) What did they say? They blamed it all on COVID. So, okay, how did that work? Like, did they give you a call? Did they write you a letter? Like, explain. It was a message through Facebook. Oh, nothing says personal. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Dang. Yikes. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, how's that relationship? Um, I don't, we don't talk to him at all pretty much now. Okay, not good. <laughs> Sounds about right. And the younger <laughs> sister got married and we weren't even told. Yeah, that's really weird when, like, if, if, if it's so bad that you can't be invited to your own family's wedding. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's been rifts in my family. That, oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of awkward. Or you invite them because you feel like you have to, and then they show up and you're like, oh, hey, you made it. Oh, <laughs> like, oh gosh, oh, I you came. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the awkwardness of all this. Uh, my family's already had talks like, let's be nice to everyone. <laughs> hey, no fights, remember. Yeah. I found this video on Instagram last night that kind of reminded me of you, Jesse. And how you speak now that you've gone to therapy. Yeah, you sent this video to me and I started watching it and I didn't respond. I was like, I know I was a little irritated. Okay, I I know. But you are not the extreme of the video. I just found it kind of funny because I know that you like to share. So Jesse goes to therapy and every once in a while he'll come back and he'll share like some of the knowledge that he's learned. Yeah. And I actually love learning about it. But the video was being sarcastic, like that one friend who's had a little too much therapy 
Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, I'd like to do that right now, but honestly, you're crossing my boundaries just a little bit. Yeah, and it's like, and... talk to me like a real person. Because yeah. my little sister at one point, not to dig on her, but she started speaking to me in therapy talk for a period I think of that's time. The and I was like, I'm your sister. Please speak normally. When to people me, start I using can't... like those big words and those therapy and like, like you boundaries, know, I'm gonna like yeah. we, you know, we need to work on our effective communication. It's, and it's like, like that just. True, you're right. Yeah, we do, but, but like we need to talk. We need to talk more. Yeah, and then I well, and then I thought it was funny because then today at work, Jesse is going around to different coworkers, telling them about the attachment styles he learned about in therapy. And I'm like, oh no, the video. <laughs> I heard about this book a week ago. It's a book called Attached. This is going to sound like I'm promoting this book, and I am. <laughs> it is called Attached, and it's all about the three attachment styles, and there's basically three types. You have anxious, which is me. Yeah. You have avoidant, which is Anna. Yes. And you have secure, which is neither of us. Yes. And basically, you know, it shows how people interact with other attachment styles. But once you learn what these things are, these you start applying them to people in your life. You're like, I bet Grover is secure. So there's a quiz. Yeah. There's a PDF quiz you can take. And I just started printing it for people. I'm like, <laughs> well, I tell them about it. And they're like, oh, that's super interesting. And I'll go, you want to take the quiz? <laughs> they're like, yeah, do you have it? And But all I ask is that they tell me what the results are. Yes. So, and actually, I'm invested at this point to where I would like to know the results of the few coworkers you handed too. the quiz out today. I, it's because you might hear results from people that you think are like super secure. But then they're like, actually, I'm a pretty anxious person. I'm like... Oh. You didn't see that side Someone of them. Someone wears that armor at work. I can't see through it. It also, I think, helps you understand the person because then you're like, oh, that's why you always act this way. Yep. You're not actually angry. That's just how you're feeling inside and it's it's coming off that way. But you're not mad. It's just well, there's a whole section of this book called Attached. The whole section of the book called Protest Behavior in way that people <laughs> that are... You know, if you're in a relationship you're, and you're a uh, an anxious person, right? Yeah. Let's say you're anxious and the person, you want to hear from your partner more. They haven't texted you enough throughout the day and you're kind of seething about it, but you haven't really said anything and you haven't called them out yeah. for it. But then they finally text you and you do the thing where you're like, I'm just not going to write back for an hour. That is protest behavior. Sort and of it like, I'll show them what it feels like. And it goes both ways because yeah. avoiding people do the other thing where they're just like, you know, let's say they're mad about something you say. You know what? You know what? I, I don't want to talk at all. And they hang the phone up. It's pro. Yeah. They, you know, they avoid it. So yeah. anyway, my therapy it's, has just been paying dividends for everybody. It's like giving us content for the show. Oh, and all I mean, I do find it interesting, but do just too. don't turn into the woman in the video where you start. No, don't speak. You better keep speak speaking in, to me. Like I don't want to speak in therapy language because <laughs> yeah. then, then people will be like, oh, look, because you have all this new knowledge, yeah. huh? You think you're better than me? <laughs> I'm like, oh, maybe you should read the book. You just <laughs> secretly leave the quiz on everyone's desk at work. They'll be like, what? Is yeah, this? send it to the whole building. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Reply with your results. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Yes. It is Anna's turn to answer a question, not my turn. <laughs> okay. We have a truth jar in here. It's a mason jar. It's filled up with questions. I'm going to take a question out. Ask Anna. This question, you have to answer it honestly. Here we go. All right. Anna, have you ever had a moment that made you realize you need to get your stuff together? Oh. You need to grow up. Oh, I feel like I still have those moments uh, kind of frequently. It's usually when I make a mistake or if I'm being like 
lazy of sorts, like a, a moment that will always stick out to me. And I always tell people about this when they're looking, they're asking me for advice, maybe. Mm. I once, when I lived in Indiana, I was going through a really hard time. I wasn't happy living out there. You know, I wasn't making a lot of money and like times were just really tough. And because of all of those outside things, I was becoming very lazy and I was just like, letting things go to crap, like my apartment, I would like get messy. And I was just like, I don't care. Life sucks. You know, I, I had a negative attitude and I went to this luncheon and there was a speaker there and she said, you know, one day I woke up and I realized I don't want to be a slug anymore. And I was like, like, oh my gosh, I'm a slug. And she was like, you know, I just realized that I was blaming everything on the outside for, you know, why I'm so miserable and realizing that I was just making excuses for my laziness. Uh-huh. She was like, and now, and you know, and she was the speaker now who she was doing all kinds of things in the community and she had made it. She had made it in her life and she was older. And I went home that day, cleaned my apartment and I like something, it was almost like an epiphany in my brain. And I was like, I've been a slug. I don't want to be a slug anymore. Mm. And I don't, it's crazy to think that one sentence in one speech completely changed my outlook. I'm not saying that I never had bad days after that. But I got it together. I started going out when people asked me to go out. I started making new friends. I was, you know, keeping everything clean. And I just, instead of looking at all the bad things that were going on, I'm like, you know what? I'm lucky to be out here. I I wanted to move out here. I got the job, you know? This is, there's a lot of good things to look at. So you found the positivity in the... uh uh, in what you were doing yeah. and you were living in all but, but still to this, and this was years ago, but still to this day, whenever I'm having kind of like a moment of like, life sucks, then I just think of that and I'm like, Anna, are you going to sit around and be a slug or are you going to get up and do something? Yeah, I feel like that's the mode you're in most of the time. You're not, like you said that you apparently used to turn people down to hang out and I'm like, I do not know that, Anna. <laughs> I don't know. You don't turn them down. In fact, you went from being a slug. You're like the most slim snail ever. Like, you, like you are. You are. You. I don't know what you are. Now I'm like. A, you're like a worm that goes real fast. Wait, can I not be a slimy like? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I I'm, I'm just trying to upgrade you from slug. Let's go oh, for that. Oh, we're gonna go from a slug that. to a cheetah. Okay, I was trying to keep it in like the same okay. general, you know, dirt bound. Yeah, critter. don't ever call me a. <laughs> Earthworm. Earthworm again. Yeah, you're done. But congratulations. <laughs> I'm proud of the progress you've made. Thank you. You're welcome. I guess. Yep. There's a study saying that we are attracted to people who look like us. Mm-hmm. So if you meet someone and they have the same facial features that you do, you're more likely to be attracted to them, even view them as a kinder person. So Jesse, you kind of have like what, ha- uh, what color are your eyes? Hazel? Greenish blue? Hazel. Hazel. So you have hazel eyes. So if you've had someone with hazel eyes and brown hair, you might think like, oh yeah, they're attractive because they look like you. I got to be honest with you. I don't know, notice eyes a lot. Uh, eye color. It's, it's, I, I don't, I don't, my attention to detail sometimes in those instances is, is not great. Um, I do notice somebody's smile. I notice their eyes in general, like how, you know. They just look nice. Yeah, just like Not bright eyes, yeah. shine, you know, like the, 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 the nice, I, the, you know, um, like the girl I'm dating right now, I remember the first things I thought about her is like, she just had like a, uh, such a nice smile, like a radiant, bright yeah. smile. And uh, it was it, like an infectious smile. Yeah. And I, I just, I remember that a lot. So, okay. But then you're things, like, what color are her eyes? I don't know. What color is her hair? I'm not sure. Well, I knew. <laughs> you know yeah. what? Other than my identical okay. twin though, there is somebody yeah. um, that uh, I have been told that I look like. 
and it is like, my dog Jackson. Oh, wait, that's a whole nother topic. That right? That look like my dog. Owners start to look like their, or pets start to look like their owners, or well, vice versa. This you do look like Jackson. This happened real quick because he's seven years old, and I remember like five years ago. Yeah, I think it was our boss, and she's like. Your dog looks like you. Yeah. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah. And then my sister-in-law, who's married to my identical twin, she goes, um, why does homeboy look like you? Yeah. Like, Whoa, he, he does. does. A little bit? He I, does. I don't know if like in the, the long face or the narrow face. I don't know. I don't know what it is either. That's funny though. I, but Yeah. And what? he's taken after me too a little bit Do, too, do you ever see a couple and you're, yes. and you're like, oh, they look like they could be siblings or I, something. Or I think they are. Yeah. I'm like, are they? Oh, no, they are yeah. kissing. Okay. See, I don't have this issue. I'm attracted to people that look exact opposite of me. I like dark hair, dark eyes. Like I don't, and I've got light hair and light eyes and I'm. Well, when it comes uh, to fa facial really features are one thing, but other things aren't necessarily the same. Like they're, uh, yeah, not everything looks like me. Um, I, you know, so I don't know how else to say that. I mean, in the past, have you dated women who had maybe similar light eyes, light hair or? Uh, or, yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, there's been some brown eyes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, wide All variety. Right. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. But no, that's okay. an interesting study though. But yeah, it I still is. take away from this. I do look like my dog and I think that's strange. Okay. Maybe that's why we get along so well. There we go. <laughs> what, 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 what do you think about the whole thing where people are like, you're going to be attracted to somebody that reminds you of your parents? That made me feel uncomfortable at first, but it's kind of true though. It's not it's how familiar. they, it's not how they look, but it's how your they parents act. acted. So yeah. Cause that's, those are your role models. Those are people you yeah. look at like the, your dad is a definition of a man. I mean, you, you've known your dad for a while. No, that's exactly it. And I always think like, Oh, I have a similar personality to my mom in a lot of ways. Mm. And then, and you know, so I'm like, I am attracted to like a real chill, kind, lighthearted kind of a guy. You're attracted to a Ron. And that's like, it <laughs> feels weird to say, but it's true. Hey, I mean, you know what? Do you see that with your mom or your dad? Like the problem is I see, you know, I don't know if this is sort of unrelated, related. I just see myself turning into my mom. I see myself in both instances and they're yeah. not, they're it's not necessarily good in both instances. So I try to learn from like, all right, my mom never takes breaks and she's very demanding of her spouse. And I'm like, I, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. So I, but I'm I sure, your parents, I'm sure have good qualities too. They you do take have after. good qualities. I know, but I, well, yeah, my charm. Oh, who'd we get that from? Um, <laughs> both. Mom, both. Dad, dad. <laughs> well, I said I was going to put it off. And I didn't. I already met my new neighbors. I am so... Well, wait. I think I'm proud of you. You need to tell me how this happened. Well, I've lived in my house forever. I've been yeah. there for 17 years. Nothing has changed as far as my neighbors directly next to me. And one of them about a month ago moved. Mm -hmm. And then I saw a couple of new cars show up in the driveway a week ago. And I'm like... Okay, new neighbors are here. Uh -oh. And I'm an introvert. I'm not a go out, yeah. meet people kind of person. And in fact, when new people show up here at work, new coworkers, I'll just avoid them for a while. <laughs> and it's no, they've done nothing wrong. I'm the weirdo. You just don't know how to handle it. I just, it's awkward small talk. I, I try to avoid it. Yeah. And then, so anyway, I saw the new cars. I saw people sitting on the front porch. And I was just like, hmm, la -dee -da, la -dee -da. and then the other night I walked out my front door and Jackson, my dog, ran towards the new neighbor. <gasps> he is, the, oh my Jackson, gosh, I'm Jackson proud of him. is the reason. Now, I will say <laughs> it was very convenient on my part because it gave me a great reason to go over and say hi. 
I'm like, I'm thinking okay. to myself, like, thank you, Jackson. You literally yeah. took the awkwardness out of this because I have to go get him. Yeah. I have to go to him. And he ran right up to her and he was like licking her leg and everything. I, I mean, I went out of my way to remember her name too. I've repeated it over and over. Okay. And she even told me what her boyfriend's name is. I've not met him, but I know his name just because I was like, don't be that neighbor. Like I had a neighbor that don't lived forget. next to me forever. And for 10 years, I didn't know his name because I just didn't pay horrible. that close of attention. But I do know their names. They, uh, they're younger. I think they're maybe about your age, upper 20s. Mid- so it's a couple that lives couple. together. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Young couple. And uh, I've, I've still, it's been about a week since I met the girl. I've not met the guy yet. Okay. Um, but yeah. So what'd you, like, let's, can we reenact this? Like, how did it go? <laughs> oh, okay. Jackson like, runs up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, so Jackson, come here. Jackson, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hey, I'm your neighbor, Jesse. Nice to meet you. What's your name? Oh, I'm such and such. Oh, great to meet you. Yeah, I saw your guys' cars out here. This is me saying that. I saw your guys' car. What's your name? Blah, blah, blah. And oh, and 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 she's like, yeah, his name, he's inside right now. His name is such and such. And we're going to be here for the weekend, backing things up. And I could tell, I, she could, sorry, I'm, I'm exhausted. I came from sand volleyball. Oh. And we're talking. And, and then my other neighbor who lives on the other side of my house, she saw the commotion and also decided to use this opportunity to come over and say hello. Introduce her. She had not done it either. So oh. it was just a big old meet and greet. <laughs> okay. But okay. the girl, she goes, she goes, how long you've lived here? I'm like, 17 years. She goes, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Because I, you know, I've well, been told I look you younger, young. right? You so do. she's probably like, you've been here since you were 15. Like, what's going on? I was like, but they were nice. Wait, how old is this guy? Um, yep. So what's the plan of action moving forward? Uh, uh, neighbors are sitting outside again, and let's just say in the future, you're outside walking. Do you say, oh, hey, Susan, or whatever her name is, or do you avoid them from here on out because you no, said your hellos? If I develop a rapport with them and eye contact is made, I will say hello. I, okay. I, I say hi to my neighbors that I know. Okay, so now you know them. So now let's, you haven't met the guy who lives there. No. Let's say he pops outside are you going to go back up and be like, hey, I met your girlfriend the other day. I'm Jesse. I'm your neighbor. It's good yeah. to meet you. You will? If eye contact is made, I will. I, it, I'm i not going to go eye, out of my way. You're going to avoid eye contact. I, I've already so it avoided it. Happen. I've avoided it since. <laughs> we have to rely on Jackson. I'm just going to let Jackson loose again. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, this guy. Oh, man. He gets out a lot. Sorry. Don't develop that. Don't come up with that story. They might not like that. They'll be like, oh, this I, guy can't control his dog. I'm just going to, you know what? I'm going to be out mowing the yard one day. He's going to be mowing the yard, and we're going to do that thing where our mowers are coming towards each other. I'm going to turn my mower off, and I'm like, hey, I know. Awkward timing. Nice to meet you. I'm Jesse. I've been meaning to say hi. <laughs> Hope you don't so listen to B105. Because <laughs> we talk about you. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I hope they don't know. This is going to turn into another situation uh, like your neighbor who lived there for 10 years and you never said hi. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that was awkward. Yeah, well, I said hi to the lady finally, but the husband, I I don't know. I don't know. Well, never. All right. It's fine. No hard feelings. We'll take it as a step in the right direction. Dolly Parton was recently asked, would she ever be interested in doing a hologram concert? Yeah. For herself, and she's like, "No, I've le- I'm going to leave a lot of great work behind when I go. I don't want to leave my soul here on Earth." And I'm like, "Ooh, isn't that freaky?" Well, I think the think thing about- is, she knows that if she does the thing where they capture her image and her video of her, it can be manipulated to make that video do whatever. And she's oh, just absolutely. like, "I don't." I no. mean, it's going to happen anyway, like with all of our faces Eventually. and videos. Like, but no. she's like, "I'm not going to help it along." 
Yeah, I'm with her on that. Because you see it with like celebrities too, like movie stars, um, where they're asked with the deep fake, like, are, you know, are you okay with this? Where they can use that actor or actress, even when they're dead, they can use them in videos and movies. And a lot of them say they don't want that. So I'm curious of you, would you ever uh, watch like a hologram concert if it came up? Yeah. Yeah, if you I was what? a big enough fan of the artist. Like, let's think about Michael Jackson, because you love him, right? He's uh-huh. your, he is, is he your ultimate favorite yeah, artist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If there was a hologram concert for Michael Jackson, you would go, you would buy a ticket? Yeah. How much would you pay for a ticket? Because it's not him. Uh, but they'll make it as real I'd say no more than, it depends on what the reviews are, but I'd say 50 to 75 bucks. Because, oh, like, so listen, you, I so had a cheap. ticket. Well, I guess that is cheap these that days. Is. I had tickets to his like final concert, which he, you know, he didn't make it to, and I paid 120 bucks for that. But no, if he was still around, I'd totally pay like legit, like a like a live concert. I'd pay like I don't know, 250, 300 dollars for. Would you? Okay. But like for a hologram, no, because it's kind of like a tribute show at that point. It is, but some. I mean, it's all the. The uh, technology is only going to get better well, to where you might almost feel like it is really that artist. I view any of these shows because he they're doing the, the uh, MJ musical is coming to Aronoff Center in September. Yeah, and I mean it's not a hologram, but it's it, there's a real live person that dances like him, so it's kind of the same. And I don't know how much I'm going to pay, but I'm going to pay whatever I need to pay to get into that. To go, so, uh, that's probably going to cost me some money. I'm trying to okay. rope other people to come into that show. But a hologram, yeah. I saw a little bit of that in Vegas at his Cirque du Soleil show. They had a hologram of him dancing. Did it feel real to you at all? Kind of. It was a little different. You can tell it's not the real. They haven't perfected it yet. I'm not fooled okay. by it. Okay. I've not seen, I've not gone to any type of hologram show, so. I'm not opposed but. to it. I think it's cool. But it, no, it will. I don't think it'll ever replace the real thing, at least not for now. So Dolly, give it a few years. You're good. We yeah. know we know when real life Dolly's up on stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Traffic now with Stephen in for Denise. As if there's not enough social media already in the right. world, there's a new one that has launched new social media um, uh, platform. Threads is what yeah. it's called, and uh, Threads is Facebook's version of Twitter or Instagram versions of Twitter, whatever the company that owns it, Meta. Yeah. It's essentially the same thing. It looks the same to me. I woke up this morning to check my Instagram. And it's like, would you like to connect your account to Threads? Yeah. I'm like, what is this? And I get in there and like, half of my friends are already in there. I'm like, people have been up all night posting things on there. Well, and it is. It's the same. Th- I saw a meme that it had a Instagram and Twitter, and they were like, if they had a baby, it'd be Threads. And it's yeah. this is why I don't like it because I've always hated Twitter. I don't, because what it is, is you're just constantly typing out thoughts that you have or little creative quotes that you came up with. And my brain, what I've got going on in here, I don't want to type that out. It's usually either, it's just foolish or inappropriate. No, You say all these things in person. (laughs) I think a little bit more before I go on the air. These kind of a thing, like, what do I have to say? Like... Uh. I don't, you know, sun looks great today. Like, I don't know. I have nothing to say. So I, my, but I did create my first thread. It's a picture of me and my grandma. Oh, at least she started strong. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. I posted a picture of me contemplating what to post on threads. Like, I was just like, what am I? Oh, did you? It's I a picture of me. It. I was like, the look everybody has this morning, like, I'm kind of thinking, I'm like, what am I going to post okay, on my first? Good. But I just want, I feel like I've, I've been there since the beginning of all these social platforms. I'm like, oh, just add another one to the list. 
that's what's kind of cool about it. I, I made it last night when it was just starting out and to see everyone slowly on there because it started out with only a few people on there. And now this as of right now, I look and there's a lot more people on Sometimes there. Sometimes for nostalgia reasons, I think of MySpace. Did you did you use MySpace? Yeah, I did for a short period of time. Like, there was a like a, it started as like a top eight list, but then it turned into like a top 12 list. Yeah. And you would put your friends in order of importance. And I remember it was a big deal. And the girl I was dating at the time, I don't think I was ever like top two. I was like number three. And it was Ooh, de- it was definitely a, a sign of what was to come. There were, yeah. Oh I had a couple God. of fights with my girlfriends over who was in whose really? top. Yeah. It was a big deal. MySpace. I miss the glittery MySpace. No, I don't. I wonder if yours still exists. I hope not. <laughs> Jesse and Anna's Emotion of the Day. This is how we end our show. Take a look back on the day, the show, and how we feel. And uh, tonight I'm feeling a little anxious because I texted my brother about potentially bringing a plus one to his wedding Mm. when we had already had the discussion that I will not be allowed to bring a plus one to his wedding. And then I changed my mind and I'm like, well, I'll just text him and ask him. And I uh, texted him over an hour ago, and he has not responded. <laughs> um, okay. And I sent him this whole message like, hey, I know we already talked about it, but I was just hoping, like, maybe if there's any way I could bring a plus one. Um, and he hasn't answered, so. I mean, is, it un- <laughs> is it unlike him to not respond that quickly? Because think uh, about it. Think, this think- time of day, I know that he's off work. Mm. If it were earlier in the day, I would say he might be in a meeting for work, but uh, he's well, off work. So the I don't only know. thing that it might be is perhaps maybe he doesn't have the answer right away. Maybe he needs to check with his uh, fiance, okay, and he's that like waiting be. to give you an answer. Um, this is why I don't have read receipts turned on on my phone. Like if somebody sends me a text, I don't want them to know that I've read yeah. it. Yeah, because there's so many times where I do read it. I'm like. It's going to be another hour before I'm like right in the middle of something. And people take that personally. Which is fair. I, we don't have read receipts, so I don't know if he read it or not, but oh. uh, it's not going to help my anxiety. <laughs> I think it's just because I was already a little nervous to ask Well, him. if I were you, to be perfectly honest with you, I would just prepare for him to say no. Yeah, and you're right. that you're will right. make you feel, just move on, pretend yep. like nothing was asked. Yep. And if he comes back and says yes, then you're going to feel great. You're like, whoa, right. that's awesome. That's what just I would do. Prepare for the worst. Just prepare right. for the worst. All right. Um, my emotion today is uh, I'm disappointed. About what? I was hoping to have a little bit of support <gasps> when I shared a dream of mine oh. on the air today that Anna did not know this dream. And it came up and I told her a dream of mine is at some point in my life, I'd like to be rescued from a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. A coaster mid-ride. You know, it breaks down. It stops for some reason. I prefer not to be upside down, but I would like the fire department to show up with a ladder truck and I'd like to be rescued and walk down the stairs because I said, think about it. You make the news. People talk about it forever. It's a story I can tell for the rest of my life. Anytime this happens again, you see it in the news. Did I ever tell you about the time I got rescued from roller coaster? It was crazy. And Anna says... No, that's crazy. Because it, it happened in Wisconsin over the weekend. Yes. The only difference there is they were upside down. And I said, that's a big no. I don't want, and I know I don't get to choose and pick how it all. You don't. But he was like, oh, I don't want to ride a roller coaster with you because you're just wishing bad juju on us. I'm like, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's, well, a, you, I'm not you saying are. it's not a weird dream. You're wishing for a bad thing to happen. And that in my I don't book want is to get hurt. out of control. I'd prefer us not to get stuck in like sunshine. You know, you getting burnt see, up. Like all of these little. In a tunnel. This I'm is just, a fake, like, this is never going to happen. This is. 
You know, no, I don't know. No one gets stuck on a roller coaster and they're like, what a great, that was a great Can we just time. admit something real quick here? If I'm a person that's a very easily predictable person, I'm a, a neutral person in my decisions a lot of times, what I wear, and I come at you with a very colorful dream, a very crazy yeah. out of left field dream and you step on it. I don't. Yeah. So I'm I don't just feel bad at all. <laughs> I feel I'm sticking to what I say. I don't know. I'd like I mm. would think most people are on my side with this. I'm sorry. You know what? This is one of those rare instances where I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah. I think everybody thinks this is crazy. I don't know if there's anyone who who has that same feeling you have, but well, who knows? I'm sure they'll I come up to me at one point and be like, Hell it. yeah. Stuck on a roller coaster. Hell yeah. That's my dream too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good luck. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also don't forget we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.